Hey, hey, welcome to another episode. I am Dagny. Welcome. I'm Damali. And in this episode, we want to continue our conversation about AI. If you recall, our previous episode was part one, where we're talking about ethics and values and how are we going to navigate that as active consumers of AI. In this episode, we wanted to extend that discussion and speak on the types of regulations that are needed or coming into place when it comes to AI and discuss how to possibly prevent AI from being used as a weapon. So a lot of times you who are listening, possibly the only AI you've heard of is chat GPT or copy AI and noting like, oh, it's being utilized to type stuff or it's being utilized for images, but it's actually being utilized for a whole bunch of other things. And there's already been cases coming up of how it's being used to possibly harm people or to make fake stuff, which then also leads to harm. And that's where like legal stuff comes in too. So that is what we're discussing in this episode. So to start, I wanted to start first laying the foundation of what types of things has AI been utilized that has caused harm, which is yeah. started the conversation about, okay, what are we going to do about regulations? How is like, everyone's different legal system going to navigate having AI being part of the crime scene in some shape or form. So here are some examples of what has already occurred yes. earlier. And all of these actually happened this year. So that shows how fast <laughs> certain new things can be used to be a problem. So, and I'm doing in the order that I'm doing this in, it's not, there's no hierarchy. It's just like, this is what I noted. And that's the order it's going to be coming out. So the first thing is in the music industry. So not sure if you had heard about this, but someone utilized AI to create a song that sounded like the artist Drake and the artist The Weeknd had done a duet. And the way in which this person utilized AI was that it made the AI collect and gather all the data of the music catalog of both of these artists, and then used that to create a song that the composition and the music sounded like it could be that artist. And the voices in the vocals in that track sounded like it could be that artist. Now here's the thing. The person who did this actually announced that, Hey, you guys, look, look what I could do with AI. This is what I did. And I posted it so you can listen to it. And wow. So technically speaking, I don't think the person was trying to pretend to be the artist or take anything away from the artist. It's possible maybe this was kind of like how you have fans will create artwork for the artists that they love, right? So it's almost like maybe it was a fan trying to utilize AI. But of course, since it went viral, the agencies and the labels of those artists got word of it. And then it was immediately, with immediate effect, pulled from every streaming platform online. So you actually cannot find this song anymore. It is nowhere to be heard or seen. Now, I don't know what they did with the person because the news kind of didn't follow through yet of like, did they sue them? Did they like hit them with a fine or anything like that. But it did cause some 
started discussions on, okay, so music industry, what are we going to do about this? Because artists are going to have to somehow prevent this from happening. Here's a, and then I'll go, I'm going to do the, the examples and then we're going to go into what those options could look like. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first option, music industry. The next example earlier this year, Tom Hanks, the actor had to announce that there is a advertisement that looks like him that is endorsing a dental care product and he had nothing to do with it. Meaning the commercial was AI. His likeness was used to make it look like he was in the video in this commercial when he had nothing to do with it. His agency had nothing to do with it. And they basically just utilize his, his likeness for that advertisement. Again, the fake ad was taken down, but of course it was after the fact, as in after his agent and him got word of it, then they had to go into like, wow, take it down. We did not endorse this. Tom Hanks did not get paid for it. And his, there was, he was not asked permission to even use his likeness for that video. Now, both of those examples are, okay, you're using people's likeness for maybe just for the product, maybe for endorsing, which is more on the lines of, okay, you're just using people's fake, you're using people's likeness for fake endorsements. Now here's some examples where things get a little more, let's say sinister or even more creepy, where if you've yes. watched the show, Stranger Things, I still have not watched the last, like the last season. So like, don't, don't judge me. I, I still need to watch it. I still do. I love the show. Love the concept. Someone used AI to make it seem like two of the actors in Stranger Things were in a porn video together. Again, they did not give permission for this. They were not asked for permission. They were not like endorsing it, nothing. And then again, after the fact, once the clip goes viral, once their agent or they get word of it, then, okay, now you need to go into take it down. Like, why would, why would that be there? Completely, completely like violating these actors' agencies and themselves and their autonomy. Yes. So that was done. Now you can only think that if it was done with actors, the only reason why we heard about it was because it was celebrities' likeness being used which means it's possible that this has already been done with using the likeness of regular people who don't have as much following. So they may not, so their video may not go viral and this possibly people don't even know that their likeness is being used in this way. Another example of this is that somebody decided to use AI and take images of Muslim women now, these are images of people who like, oh, they just post on their Instagram, post on their Twitter, regular people, not celebrities, but Muslim women who wear the, the hijab or the burqa, like they are the ones who will, the ones who follow the deal of being covered completely. This person took AI, took their photos and created images to make it seem like they're naked in the photo and posted those photos. Now, even though technically speaking, the AI will only generate what it's guessing these people would look like naked. So technically it's not really their naked body, but it's a complete violation of these women because not only it's like a double violation, because not only is like you're, you're showing women naked when they did not give you permission, but you make an active effort choosing to target Muslim women who were dressing modestly already. 
and cause and making images to make it look like they're naked. And so that is another sinister thing that yes, that went viral because other people in the Muslim community went on Twitter and was like, this is terrible. You need to ban, like we need to continue posting to ban that account sort of thing because they're regular people, they're not celebrities. So it's not like they can get an agency to do it sort of thing. Now, whether or not that was followed through, I think it took a while for that to happen, which means the damage was already done because the uh, lots of people already saw those photos before they were finally banned or taken down. So these are, a, this is like the spectrum when it comes to what types of things people, because all of this is not the AI doing it by itself or it's not like it, it decided to just start streaking and doing something on its own. All of this is humans deciding, people deciding to utilize AI almost kind of like a weapon in different forms. Okay. All right. So those are the examples. So now we can get into the discussion now that you understand that these are the types of things that are starting to happen with these AI tools. What sort of regulations, what sort of thinking, what sort of protocols are now having to be developed after the fact to try and prevent from these sorts of things happening again? So, Damali, I would like to start now, throw it back to you. And listening to these examples, as well as other things that you possibly have heard too, what do you think needs to be, as being active consumers, what what needs to be happening now? What sort of things need to be discussed or put in place to prevent this type of harm from happening? Yeah, yeah. To, well, to first to piggyback off of, <laughs> since we always be piggybacking off of things. Uh, yeah, there was another thing that uh, AI just, it's like when we first heard about it, it was such a cool thing to to look at. And then now it's just like, oh, but they're humans dealing with it. Oh, and this is when mm. it gets creepy. Uh, yeah, the AI, th the things that I think I, I, I hadn't heard of the Tom Hanks thing, the Stranger Things um, thing that you brought up, but I have. So I'm, I'm a big like K-pop fan, and you know K-pop fans can be quite you know passionate, as they say. And um, sometimes I've seen um, AI pictures of K-pop stars with babies. And as far as I know, these K-pop stars do not have babies in real life, and so like fans are like oh whoa look that like it's such a beautiful some of them are like oh it's so beautiful the others are like this is really creepy why are you putting fake babies as an ai person kind of thing um and then sometimes you've seen the k-pop star by themselves and i'm like oh wow what a great picture and then you look close and you're like oh damn that is not real kind of thing mm. um and i think that oh damn moment is like that's kind of an issue too where it's like even for people that are not actively trying to do you know make ai images of people even me looking at it, it you have to double take to check that oh this is not real um and i think we have to be careful with the ai thing where we we always know what's human and what's not like we need to make sure that's not blurred because that can cause a lot of problems if people think oh is this really you and then it's like oh it's 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 actually not right um and and, and also it's it's and it's worse because like it's bad enough like when you have the he said, she said thing, right? Where it's like, oh, well, so-and-so said this about you. And then you don't ask them. You're like, oh, well, why did you say that about me? It's like, I never said that, that kind of thing. This is like having AI into makes it even worse because then you could take someone's voice and put it somewhere mm. and be like, this is what you said. And you're like, I didn't say that, but it sounds exactly like you, but it's an AI. 
So obviously that can be a problem, right? For anyone, for celebrities, or, I mean, obviously it's a huge deal for, you know, celebrities because they're always being like targeted or stuff like that. But for normal people where there's not enough time to prove that it wasn't you, it could be an issue. Um, and the same thing of cro- when you go into like the justice system and, you know, court cases and lawyers and stuff, if you start putting AI stuff into this, this will be a problem. And a whole lot of people are going to be getting in trouble for things that they did not do, but well, there's a picture of you. So, you know, um, so yeah, it's one of the things where at first it was kind of cute, you know, doing the AI thing, but then it always ends up uh, exploding and becoming something really creepy when it doesn't have to be. Um, and then obviously uh, also that, that there's a privacy, although many, many people think privacy is kind of gone in any way because of all the information we have of everybody online and cameras and stuff. But I think the AI thing, it, it gets into a, a, a private thing in a different way because it's like mm-hmm. even though like even though it's not you but if you see a picture that looks like you and it's like saying things like you it's kind of uh like it, it's it kind of feels like it's an invasion of privacy even though it's not exactly you know you kind of thing um so and then obviously the the the, the fraud right and copyright and all that stuff all of that stuff can get out the window if you can just use ai to pick up the information right um, and then I also heard this thing about, I think that it, it was some years ago where someone, something of Siri or something where someone wanted to bury a body or something like that. I don't know. They wanted to do something harmful with Siri and Siri was able to like, I think they took forever to find the body because Siri is so good at hiding it. And so they had to go back and reprogram Siri where you can't ask Siri to do scary stuff. Like you can't ask Siri, like, how do you bury all these bodies? No, <laughs> you cannot do that. Okay. Um, so that, you know, that, that, that's an issue. Um, there's also another thing. Well, this is a little bit different, but it was with Alexa. And I think it was something where, I don't know why we would, na- I mean, Siri makes sense because who whose name is Siri? Like, not a lot of people, are, but Alexa, like, I think there was something about a husband and a wife having a private discussion, but then somehow the name Alexa came up or I don't know what happened. And this discussion was sent to uh, a colleague or a friend and it was a private discussion, right? So when you're having a private with your significant other, you don't want everyone knowing about it. And so Alexa leaked it to, you know, wherever without realizing, oh, okay. So that another thing. So it's like, we have to be very careful. And like, and like, I think uh, many of the things uh, Dagny was saying about it's always after the fact, like after the damage is done, then we go back and we have to reprogram where like we need to be able to, is the word premeditated, preempt, preemptive? Is that the, right, the yeah. word I'm Or preventive. For? Prevent. Yeah. We have to take preventative measures, right? Like they always say like in the, when you're on a plane, like these are the preventative measures that you take. Make sure you have your seat, but you, you like you already have everything you need to be safe before something happens. Right. And I feel like AI needs this as well. So that, that, I guess that, that would be one of the ways to solve this issue is that we have to think of possible problems before they happen so that we can have regulations and laws or guidelines in place to stop that happening. Where it's like, if you, something is used to create harm or something that can be harmful or uncomfortable or painful or whatever to someone, it, it's blocked, like, before you get to, you know, before AI gets to do that kind of thing. Um, right. Like, uh, yeah. So, so you already need, like, there already needs to be security stuff kind of like, um, I guess kind of like computers and your phone where there's a password in it already. Right. Where it's like, 
the moment you even get someone else's phone, you already are blocked unless you have a password. So that could be like similar to the AI thing where you need to like, it, there needs to be a, a certain level of questions or a certain level of guidelines where you can't use AI to do bad things because we already thought about it in advance. Um, and it's sad we have to do this. Like, obviously, it would be nice if people would just not do creepy or bad things. But, you know, um, and even like, yeah, with the the fan thing of Drake in the weekend, like the, the fan is probably like, oh, what well, was so cool kind of thing. But we all know that sometimes so I mean, fans are great, but sometimes they can go kind of overboard with the, the things that they do. And um, I think if we have the AI, especially for fans who are not really like if we're talking about creepy stalker type, you know, fans having AI in their hands can uh, can potentially be an issue. Right. Because Then you can use that to, you know, uh, pretend you're with somebody or not kind of thing. Um, and so, yeah, I, I uh, we have to be careful with um, what we ha- like. We, we Well, I guess yeah, we have to police it. Right. Like or, or just take take the measures before to to deal with AI. Um, and also it makes me think of um, how we what we need to make sure that it doesn't become dangerous the way that like if you think about like money, for example, I always think it's interesting how like with money, money is not like a tra- like money is made on paper. Like it's literally a piece of paper that we assign importance to and people go crazy over it. People fight over it. Blood is over it, like all this stuff, but it's just a piece of paper but we made it into this like crazy thing. Right. And I feel like we have to be careful with that. We don't, I guess, do a similar thing to the AI thing where we make this thing that's supposed to be, because the reason we did the whole paper and money thing was to have a form of currency, right. To like, okay, like I work for this. I give this an exchange. Like I give you this and then you give me fruit or I give it, but before it used to be like exchanging like food or clothes or things like that or well in some ways people that that was not that was not good either Mm -hmm. but but yeah an exchange of something to get something and money is used for that and now sometimes we don't even have it with paper it's like a what's the bitcoin and the you know the money where you're not even touching it um so it's it started out as a good thing and people start fighting over and stuff like that we have to be careful that uh, figure out a way to not or lessen the chance of that happening with ai like it's like we can't like make this great thing and then it just becomes our worst enemy and this like huge dangerous bully man and there's all this blood blood everywhere because we uh it became something really bad um but i think uh, and yeah i mean we need to figure out some way to control it similar i mean i guess similarly to the way with like phones and um computers and stuff w- 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 there's many different things we try to do to protect people Right, like the password, the two factor. I think Google. I mean, sometimes it can be a problem if you forget your password. Right. <laughs> but that, but but I mean, that's good. Like if yeah, you have the authentication a system that, stuff. Yes. Right. Yeah, the authentication, like on Google. Like if you have a system that, like, will it will almost block you because mm-hmm. they don't know. I don't know if you're really who you say you are. That's probably good secure. Annoying because if you forget your password, it sucks. But like, it's good to have this authentication so I know that you're not doing weird stuff. Um, kind of thing. AI has to have that too. It, it has to be, I mean, we're kind of in the beginning stages of it, but we really have to, and even more so, I think, because I think AI, you can do more messed up, creepy stuff than you can with like computers or leaking people's emails or, um, you know, or trying to be like, oh, I have something on you. So if you don't give me this and I'm going to, I'm going to tell everybody about this, AI will hype, even heighten that issue even more because you can have the thing look literally look like the person that you're talking about which can be a really big problem in your life right especially if it's like following you like enemy of the state will smith style like you know what i mean where it's like 
something something can completely take your identity and really completely take your identity with this AI stuff, right? Um, so yeah, so so I guess that that I suppose that'll be one one side of it is yeah, we we I, I don't know what exactly to call those security measures, but we definitely have to make certain ones that are I guess in some unique to AI because it's such a different um, form of technology. So yeah, so that, that's my first point I would bring up to it is like, mm-hmm. what are the security or preventative measures we need, we need to find them so that we can safeguard AI and creepy people can't be doing creepy <laughs> things with it, or we can lessen the chances of that. Right. Yeah. I yeah. do. I do like that in terms of focusing on creating or inventing the preventative part of it. Uh, yeah. Because I, I do agree that it, the, the damage that can be done is, is even more amplified against people who are not public figures or celebrities yes, and don't have a whole team and agency running this kind of stuff for them. So mm-hmm. like your own, like enemy of the state where you're a civilian, you're a regular person and your identity is picked up in a way that the amount of time it will take for a real person or regular person to fix that, to get law enforcement involved or to get the real evidence, so much damage already and so much of their life would have been taken away from them already. Especially if it's like you're being framed for a crime and now you are incarcerated because of it. Like then once you get into that, and we already know that system, even without AI, takes so long yeah, to get AI out amplified. of if you were actually innocent. So if it will just further amplify or further emphasize injustices, unfortunately, for people who don't have that backing to be pulled out of it or prevented from happening at all. I would also take note that like for the, for the music, okay, for two, two of the examples. So one for the Mm. music example, I remember when it was happening and I was looking at, okay, the discussions that were happening about, wow, how, what, what does this mean for the music industry? How are they going to deal with this? And what, how is like the legal side of things going to deal with it? And so I actually did contribute to some of these discussions, fun fact. Mm -hmm. So what I was noting if, okay, fun fact, part of my background is also in law. So I do have a law degree and the part of law that I really enjoyed was intellectual property, which is exactly what this case would be a part of where you are utilizing AI in music without the permission of the people you used it for, what does, if you brought a case against the person who did this, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, cause technically none of the courts here in any part of the world have dealt with AI and technically you can't take AI to court. It was a tool similar to, mm-hmm. we're not taking guns to court cause it's a tool as a weapon. You're taking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you're taking the people. Trouble. Exactly. I mean, unfortunately, if we took guns to court, I feel like, you know, a lot of problems could be <laughs> fixed, but I digress. <laughs> so in this case, like for the music one with using AI to create a fake song, making it seem like two artists did a duet. I noted that in, in court, how this works is that you need to find cases that give precedent. So if you've seen like movies or shows where they're all talking about, but what's the precedence and we need the precedent and stuff that, that they're speaking to, are there similar, are there previous cases that dealt with a similar problem and how did the court rule in that way? And if they ruled in a certain way for that, then your side is claiming you should rule the same way for this because it's a similar problem. 
So the discussions that were happening was like, well, if no court has done AI before, what other case are you going to look at for such a problem? And I thought or took note of because IP law is like, oh, yay, I'm geeking out on this, was that the song was using likeness. That was the main issue was that it's using the likeness of these artists, it's using the likeness of their music. So the court, the how court has previously dealt with that is back in, I think, the early 2000s and late early 2010s with video games, in particular sports video games and basketball video games, where companies like Nintendo and things like that, we were making a lot of money with creating these games where you can play your favorite basketball player in the game. Mm. Initially, the actual basketball players were getting nothing for those games. So their likeness was being used. The only reason why everyone's buying these games is because they want to play their favorite basketball player. So the, the, the basketball leagues took these video game companies to court and noted that you need to be giving our basketball players credit because you're utilizing their likeness. They're using the, the different tricks they do to, to give to score the point or run or whatever. All of that was in the game. So, and these were basketball players, but in particular, I think it was professional NBA, but also college basketball players were being utilized for this. So at that time, what the court ended up ruling was that yes, the basketball players do deserve credit. You are using their likeness without their permission. You're using their likeness for profit. And that goes against IP law. And so then video game, the video game manufacturers had to pay. One had to pay up front to these basketball players. And then subsequently with every other video game, there had to be an agreement with each player that's in the game. And they were, they will be given compensation because they're in the game. So that is what that's what if we ever ended up seeing that, oh, we're going to have people taking these AI generated stuff to court. That's the type of data or precedent that you might be hearing of how, how are music artists going to take these things to court and how could they have a claim to you taking up all their catalog and their voice? Like imagine someone yes. used AI and tried to make it seem like here's a new song by Michael Jackson that we never heard before. Like, do you understand how Michael Jackson estate would like completely shut that down as well as make sure the person never works again? Because you can't, you're using his catalog and his likeness, which technically is already out there for the AI to use. But that's not allowed because you didn't get the artist's permission. And because it's an artist, the artist needs to be getting compensated or royalties or whatever from that. Now, a second example when it comes to the preventative measures and regulations. Now, as of recording of this episode, the EU is now in the process of putting out the very first AI Act law on this planet. So this is very important because ain't nobody else have done this, right? So with all these examples that I had mentioned earlier, the recurring question was, okay, so who's going to put that law out? Like who's going to write this legislation? We're all saying we need something, but are we doing it? So the EU has put something together that they're now, I think now is in their parliament to sign off to now be fully a thing. And I wanted to share a few snippets of what that is, just to get a sense of like, what direction are we going in with this? So the way they are utilizing their AI act is that they are organizing it by risk level. 
So they are putting AI into different categories of risk. And then if you fit that criteria for the risk, a certain consequence happens. So for example, the biggest risk is called unacceptable risk. And this is where if the AI system is considered a threat to people, it is automatically banned without any negotiation or back and forth. And the examples they give are any sort of AI system that's causing cognitive behavioral manipulation of people or vulnerable group. An example they give is having a voice activated toy that encourages dangerous behavior in a child. They also will automatically ban any AI systems that create social scoring, meaning classifying people based on behavior, socioeconomic status, or personal characteristics, which does align with what we spoke about in the previous episode when we're talking about AI being bias in terms of it's not going to work because I'm black or it's not going to work because my face is a woman. So it's glitching or causing a problem, or it's automatically flagging you as a criminal because of what you look like, as opposed to data for evidence. And then also real time. And then also facial recognition that is apparently going to be a high risk, no, an unacceptable risk that will automatically be banned. But of course, they claim there will be some exceptions allowed, depending on what it is and depending if the court approves it. Then they go down and say, okay, high risk has the next level is high risk, which has two categories. One is any AI system that is producing something that has to do with toys, aviation, cars, medical devices, and lifts will have to go through the product safety legislation like how regular products in those in that category has to. And then the second one has to do with the if it's a high risk and falls in this categories, it needs to be registered in a database. Remember, this will be the EU database because it's the EU trying to figure out how to utilize or trying to figure out how to regularize. Regulate, no, legalize, regu- regulate. There's the word. There you go. Yes. <laughs> I was getting there. I was getting there. Regulate, Almost. Right? Regulate AI. And for that, the specific areas they are looking at are biometric identification, management of critical infrastructures, education and vocational training, employment, work management, access to self-employment, access to enjoyment of private services and public services, law enforcement, migration, asylum and border control, and assistance in legal interpretation and application of the law. So these things are, those sorts of things are considered high risk. They're divided in those two categories and they will have to be registered in a database in order to claim whether or not they are okay. Which as you can see, we're going to be using AI and law enforcement that can either further emphasize the biases that are already there or make it better. We're going to use AI and migration and asylum and border control. That can also further emphasize all the biases and bribery and exploitation that happens in that industry or make it better when it comes to employment. Like all these different things is like, it's a great, it's a great concept, but it also shows that, okay, will the AI really be utilized to better those industries or is it going to just further amplify the biases that we already have in those industries? Then the next two is generative AI risk. That means anything that's generative AI, which is similar to chat GPT, must comply to transparency, which means that those types of AI systems must always disclose that it is generated by an AI 
that and it will and it must automatically prevent itself from generating illegal content and it must publish data showing that it's using copyrighted data for its training now that is something that like the examples i noted if the ai systems that all these people were using to harm people are now have a built-in like you noted like a built-in preventative sensor saying i cannot i cannot tell you exactly how to bury and hide this body because i'm not allowed to i'm an ai i'm yeah. not allowed to tell you that right so that mm -hmm. that is the type of law that they are putting in place and then the last one is called a limited risk which where it's again complying to minimum transparency requirements showing that it's to allow the ai system to always make sure that the user and the consumer knows that it is an ai system that you yes. are interacting with an ai system this image i made for you is an ai system I, I manipulated it the video content things like that which which is also trying to prevent the example i showed i noted about uh, the Tom Hanks, the fake Tom Hanks commercial or the fake porn videos, all of those need to, the AI system has to show either audio or visually that this was generated by AI. So as you noted, this deal of, oh, you can generate images to make it seem like someone was somewhere when they weren't, or generate audio, making it seem like someone said something when they didn't. This is trying to prove, trying to prevent mm -hmm. that by saying, okay, a consumer can flag this to say it's AI generated, but then any AI system needs to be able to flag itself. So, so saying that this is an AI generated voice recording and then go ahead and show the recording claiming it's somebody else or not. So that is just to show in the year 2023, how fast all of this has happened. All the examples I gave happened this year. And then because of that, we have AI legislation now being talked about in parliament. Like to just show the way, the way technology is, one, how fast technology evolves, yes. But also I feel like this is a, almost a first possibly in terms of the consumer and legislation trying to catch up. So we're not behind when it yes. comes to how harmful or not AI could be when it comes to being utilized as a weapon. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 There's interesting to learn all those um all those facts about what they're doing and everything. Uh yeah, I I definitely think like you said about the the AI thing needs to we always need to know that it's AI. Like it it, it makes me think of like the watermark thing, like on mm. YouTube videos or on uh pictures where you put a watermark so then you know this is not this person's, right? And then if you don't put the watermark, people will come get you to be like, hey, that's not your video. What are you doing? You know, kind of thing. So we need to be able to, and, and the consumer has to be at the heart of that. Like we need to, because it's for us, right? All of this is being used for us to consume. So we need to be aware of what's happening. So uh, like, it's true. Like if you try to use the AI over something, I'd be like, this is not real, or this is AI. This is like, like whenever, mm -hmm. for anything that you try to, it always has that in front of it so that there's no way that you can mix it up. Um, and it also makes me think of like, I'm a really big anime fan. I've been for like years, over a decade, I've been an anime fan. And like the thing of anime is that like, I mean, yes, you get really into the shows. Like I really feel them. I emo I'm like so into them, but I never forget it's fake. Like mm. there's never a moment where I'm like, oh, wow, this could be real. Like, no, I mean, yes, we're discussing real topic because a human made it, but it's the anime. It's like, it's basically just like a bunch of stick figures that ends up being something bigger like if we're trying to like break it down kind of thing 
So it makes me think of that where like anime is always like, you know, you never think, oh, maybe this is real. No. And I feel like AI has to be like that too, where like there should never be a time where there's confusion. Like there should never be like a moment of, is this real? There should be never like at all times you should know this is AI, this is not real. And this is just used to help me in some way. Um, and, and also to continue on the anime thing, I think with many, but many storytelling and, and also I think like a lot of anime shows I've watched too do like really give us a window into how life would be with AI kind of thing, which I think uh, we, we do that a lot where we use entertainment to show the seriousness of like what could happen if we did this kind of thing. And there are a lot of like kind of dystopian type anime stuff that I like to watch where we see how they have. The, their whole world is already AI. There's already AI robots. They're living with it. And it, it, there's always this kind of tension, I guess, between real humans and robots. There's always this thing of like, how can they work together without it becoming in a huge explosion? Like there's always some problem and there's always like, we have to figure out how how can we work together so that this we can do things in a way that makes sense. And there's some shows where even like the AI is, discussing with the human like how do we figure this out kind of thing um and uh yeah so we we, we know that it, there's always this kind of tension like how do we use it where it's not used against us and how do we always know that this is not this is not real so, so i like that point um and also about yeah and then when you talk about the toys of like mm. having toys telling <laughs> telling us what like and some toys are already creepy like uh 10 plus years ago i don't know if you guys know about the furby toy it was like this Furby. It looked like this ball of, I don't even know what kind of creature it was. And like it, the eyes moved. And like when you put your finger in it, it like ate. it was like a, it was, it was kind of cute, but kind of creepy. Yeah. Like when you yes. left it, I had to put it on my closet because I kept on talking while I was asleep. I was really creepy. <laughs> also, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if, if you're a millennial, you need to look up the Furby toys. Maybe you had one, but like those toys were creepy. Okay. Like, and the eyes moved and everything. And even that was creepy. So imagine putting an AI thing in there. Oh my gosh, terrifying. And you don't need that, right? And then like, what, what are we going to do? Like some Chucky doll thing coming and like telling us to do creepy stuff? No. Um, yeah, we already had that. We already saw, I mean, just, I mean, the Chucky doll thing is like super old. Like it's, it's like a horror thing. That's already creepy. And you want to make it into like, no, right? So we need to make sure we don't have, you know, creepy stuff like that or super robotic stuff. But at least of that, you know, like when you see the Furby toy, you know, it's not real. Like, you know, you know, so I think it, it, it's important that we always know, like a, the example that I gave an anim- with anime, even though you're talking about real things, you know, it's not real. Like there's never a moment of, oh, well, is this a real person talking? No, you know, it's fake. Like, and that needs to always be there. There can never be an, because um, uh, if there's any confusion, any murkiness, then that can cause an issue. And like what you said about the the law thing where, uh, even without AI, we've seen it many times where people are in jail for things they didn't do, or people aren't in jail for things they did do because of the legal system. So if you add the AI into it, that can get even more murky because it's very easy to be like, well, this was obviously you were there because, you know, there's an AI. And it's like, no, it should be the AI's like, I am AI, and then pretend to be the other person. You're like, okay, well, we can't use this as a, you know, kind of thing. Um, right. And, you know, so that, that, that's important. I um, mean, also what you brought, when you brought up thinking about the sports, I remember those games, like, what was it? EA sports. It's in the game. 
It's like the thing. I still remember those games. <laughs> and like where you had to play the game and you pretend to be Michael Jordan or Stephen Curry or like the yes. Kevin Durant, like all those. And it looked kind of like them, right? And it was fun. Like I remember in the 2000s and you, you'd be like, you play the game, you score, and you're like, oh my God. And then like, you even hear their voices in it mm-hmm. too. So it's like so fun and everything. But then now I'm older and I'm like, this is kind of creepy when you think mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I remember that. Like there was a time where I was Stephen Curry, like I just <laughs> on this game, you know? And they do all the moves and everything. And like, and it's true, like if you're using my likeness for something, I should probably know, right? I should probably have some kind of, you know, but I guess years ago, it wasn't as big of a deal kind of thing uh, with all of that. But, but yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the AI thing, we need to make a big deal of it the same way we make a big deal about copyright infringement, right? Or not using a watermark or saying you said something that you didn't or people fact checking you because you said this one thing and then you lie about it. Like the, the, the same way we do that now in the news, especially with everything happening in the world, we need to do with AI also. You need to always be fact checking, always be checking and be like, hey, excuse me, hey this is not real or you didn't say this or this is not what's going on i know this is ai blah 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 right um so yeah you you, you kind of uh and, and there's certain i think there's certain like games too where like there are like uh guide uh rules in it like you can't do weird stuff to your character in the game mm. you know there's certain games like people that want to do weird creepy stuff but you can't because it doesn't let you in the game right um and I think, uh, right, like it, it makes me think of like The Sims or something or like mm, like where you right. want them to walk somewhere, but they can't like it, there's like a block to it kind of thing. And um, yeah, and I think it's similar to uh, or when there's there's blocks on things or um, or or they do like uh, amazing like movies or shows or sometimes they block out stuff like there's certain t- t- kinds of we already have the technology for this. We just have to implement it into AI. That like it can't do. If you want to be a freak, well, too bad you can't, you can't do it with AI. If you want to be creepy or murderous, you can't do it. If you want to like be like, oh, I want to like you know, I want to expl- make the whole. How do you blow up the whole planet? No, like you, you can't use AI to do that for you. Okay, like calm down, you know. <laughs> um, right. So there needs to be regulations. Um, and and of course, I always th- I always go back to anime because there's like. All of this AI stuff has literally been done in anime. Like you guys are slow. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's easy to put it in a like I you know I, I always get the sense that writers or artists have some form of um, like they can tell the future. Yeah. yeah, prophecy, For some sure. form of genius there because they always can talk about topics that are so like you're not even thinking about them and mm-hmm. then they happen and then it happens in real life and I'm like wait a minute mm-hmm. how do you know you know kind of thing and I always go into like the People always bring up like George Orwell, 1984, right? Mm-hmm. And how it's like, how did you know that was going to happen? It's like, well, you know, but yeah. And I always go back to that because we have a lot of uh, things that show us that obviously we need to know how to use AI. Because like if humans are already fighting amongst each other and you want to add AI to that, okay, let's, you know. Um, and then also, yeah, the weapon thing, the, 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 the perhaps just not letting the AI become a, a weapon. Again, and, and for it to become a, a weapon could be an actual weapon, or we can be saying metaphorically a weapon mm. against us, which would mean like, you know, our likeness being used or like, you know, without our permission and, and people pretending to be us or faking or someone who doesn't like you or has a problem with you. And then they use or a breakup and they use the, the you know, the, the, the revenge stuff. Like I'm going to, I have this and I'm going to show everybody blah, blah, blah. If you don't, you know, and um, we, AI can be used to make that worse if we're not careful with how we um 
utilize it kind of thing. So uh, yeah, so it's, it's a definitely in- interesting to think about. The fact that they're putting laws in place and all of that shows that people are understanding that, yeah, there needs to be laws, there needs to be regulations. We, we can't just do whatever with it because unfortunately, humans are great, but also a lot of them are not not great. I and mean, we all know how humans, how many humans can be. So there, we, we need to have that those in place. Um, and so, yeah, so, so I think that's really interesting points to look into. Um, and yeah, and then now do we, do we want to talk more on that? Do you want to talk about what, what would we want AI to do for us? <laughs> right, so Dagny, yeah. what would you want to use AI for in your personal life? You can name some of them and I'll name some. To see okay. Good things are think, not creepy, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think, and then also to wrap Piggyback. up that one point yeah, <laughs> of like, even though the regulations and stuff that are coming through. I've, I've also taken out a common thread of how they are also very much based on humans need to flag it or humans yes. will be the ones supervising and monitoring it, which then kind of ties with what we spoke about in the previous episode of, you know, what will be the criteria of which people can do that and mm-hmm. how will the AI be influenced if their own biases are also into what they are flagging or not flagging if it's all human oriented while some it can it can be AI monitoring AI like for example now all the music a lot of the music streaming platforms have now implemented a algorithm that filters out AI generated music so it will automatically not allow it to be downloaded i mean uploaded ah. if the algorithm has is being triggered to be like, uh, uh-uh, we can see this is AI generated. You cannot upload it. So that is an AI monitoring or regulating another AI, as opposed to a human trying to listen. Mm, I can't tell. I mean, it does sound like a real guitar. I don't know. You know, like that kind of yeah. thing, right? So with some of these laws that I mentioned, where it's like it's going to need to be a human taking note of like, so is this toy creepy or not? And it's like, okay, you know, like that. So it'll be interesting to see how that evolves in terms of, are you just going to actually like the music streaming platforms, just try and create AI to monitor the AI itself sort of deal. And then you just put the criteria in and it does it like a machine as opposed to a human. Well, there's an exception to how creepy, <laughs> creepy can be kind of thing. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how that evolves. Yes. So in terms of the types of things that I would appreciate AI would be helpful in doing, I mean, when it comes to physical things, it would be helpful if the AI could fold and put the clothes away when it comes to laundry or for appliances to clean themselves or appliances (laughs) to update themselves. So you let me know, like, which I know that there's some smart house appliances that do some of this, like, oh, there's a refrigerator that can tell you this is your grocery list because I don't have these things inside of me right now because you finished it sort of deal. But it also would be nice, which I'm sure there's some of that happening where it's not just microwave, but it's like, oh, the stove can actually cook a wholesome meal for you if you just... I mean, you put it on and then it does everything else kind of thing. Little things like that. I think the the assistant part that does more than just, I can put something in your calendar on your phone, but it's like, mm. could you also actually just maintain some portions of the house automatically? Those are like the smart house type stuff. I feel that it will be nice. More of that is available, accessible without it being an astronomical price, but it also has 
features in it so that my house doesn't attack me or lock me inside <laughs> because Disney, it's glitching. Smart house. You know, exactly. Because it's glitching or it thinks something else as well as features so that it's not recording me or leaking me talking to myself to r- uh, random people just because it thought that's what I wanted when I didn't. So that's why I'm of two minds about having those types of appliances in my space personally. Cause I feel like, yes, it'd be great to have, cause I, w- I would prefer that than having like a person cleaning up after me. Like I don't, mm. I feel weird about that. I don't know. I, I prefer to just clean up myself kind of thing. <laughs> but if I had a assistant of that kind where it doesn't have to be a humanoid robot, it's just the appliances themselves just do what they need to do on their own. That would be pretty cool. Uh, I think also having an AI feature that helps with organizing and financial literacy in a way that removes the fluff and sensationalism that we have now. Because yes, there's a lot of gurus and there's a lot of tools to claim to get your finances in order, get your investments, get your, all this kind of stuff. But, uh, but a lot of it is either a lot of talk or a lot of, you need to pay somebody to tell you something that possibly was not worth the investment. And a lot of times doesn't necessarily correlate with where you are right now or what your finances are or what, where you're trying to build. So having AI features that can actually walk you through, okay, this is where you are right now. And here are the options that actually align with you, not a plethora of a Google list of all the different things you can do to make like, no, it's like, no, this, this is where you're at and this is your skill set, and this is where you want to be. And these are your options for passive and active income, or these are your options of, okay, you have this money. Here's how you can invest it and save it in a real way. And we've already calculated the risk for you. And this is the exact percentage risk that that will happen. I feel being able to be smarter with money, that is a feature that is, I have yet to see fully. We have a lot of apps, yes, uh, for investments. You have a lot of apps to budget. We have those types of things, but I feel like all of those, there's there's another layer to that feature that can take it up a notch that really is more... that does more on an individual level and brings more results and education to it. So there's, there's that. I would say those, yeah, I'll keep it to those two examples for now. Right. Yeah. 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 I I agree. Yeah. That's uh, the thing about money is helpful, especially where in, in like college and stuff, sometimes you're not taught those things until later. Like you kind of have to learn about the bank stuff and find an investment kind of, you know, unless you have someone else, like a mentor, someone helping you, um, so it would be good to have um, AI that can help with that in a real way, because um, some of these apps are like they're, they're helpful, but they're not fully there like yet. Like telling them exactly how to invest and things like that. There's a yeah, there's a lot of apps, a lot of commercials, and there's like oh well, if you take this Meyer Briggs personality test, then it'll tell you exactly who you have to be, or you know, are you an ENFP or INJF, and then you can do you know kind of thing, which is fine. But like and and or even if you go on Google and you're like oh, what's the best job for me or what. What with this degree, what kind of jobs can I get? And it gives you options and all these things, but um, you kind of need a AI or you need like a mentor mm-hmm. who really knows you and understands you to figure out what exactly works best for you if you're having some confusion about it. And for people that already have like a really great counselor, a mentor or something, it's a little bit easier. 
but a lot of us don't have a mentor like that can help us with that. So you kind of have to do it like on your own, um, especially now in this economy and in the way things are that are changing and everything. Like um, sometimes the it, like, we need something else to help us with that. And I think the AI would really help with that. Like, how you know, what should I spend this on? What should I invest in? What should I do for this? What, you know, as opposed to us just kind of figuring it out as we go along and budgeting and, and saving in our own ways that sometimes work, sometimes not. Um, yeah, the cooking thing would be helpful, especially if you're like me, who's a very lazy cook. I don't really, I'm not really a big cook type person. So it'd be nice to have something that can cook for me besides some gorgeous, handsome K-drama chef, just like in my kitchen, oh, just there dear. kind of thing. Oh dear. <laughs> no, okay. Just kidding. Anyway, yes, yeah, it'd be great to have an AI doing that. Obviously doing my clothes because no one likes to do laundry. It's like annoying. I don't like doing it. It sucks. So it'd be nice for that. Um, and then, yeah. And uh, also for me, I have issues falling asleep. In an earlier episode, we talked about PCOS and we have PCOS. And one of the problems of PCOS is having really bad insomnia or apnea or something. So I have a lot of problems going to sleep and staying asleep. So if I can have an AI that knows exactly how to relax me or deal with my mind to get me to sleep, that would be great. Um, and uh, and uh, again, yes, I know there's things you can use like, oh, you can use lavender or you can use this sleep and all this stuff. But I'm like, no, I just need you to like push like this part of my body and then uh, I'm asleep, like, you know, kind of thing. Um, another part of it is, uh, yeah, and also finding the best job, honing your own skills, things like that, uh, being an alarm clock. Another thing that I think we can talk about is the health part like health body scan stuff and hospital stuff. Like I know that, I mean, I taught, I taught a class once on um, elderly care and like how they have like home delivery services and things like that that can help elderly people when they live alone or they don't meet a lot of people. But I think this kind of health that can be good for any age, mm. right? Like if you are sick or you don't know that you're sick or like you don't know what you have or you feel sick, you don't know why, it would be good to have an AI that can figure that out for you and kind of do a, a health scan mm -hmm. so you don't have to go to the hospital or the doctor all the time to check yourself kind of thing. And because normally how it is, you have to go to the hospital, have to go all these blood tests, urine tests, all this stuff. And like, um, they have that a little bit like in terms of like, I know for like, if you have diabetes, they have that thing. I think that you, it pokes you and then you do, you know, kind of thing. But I think we need um, one that's more about the overall body kind of thing. So like, you know, because I think the biggest thing is that like a lot of sicknesses, I mean, this is a health thing that this will, it'll take time to do this, right? But where you get sick, but like you're, you, you, like, for example, you can be sick for five days and you don't know you're sick until the sixth day. You know what I mean? Like, there's some illnesses where you have no idea, like as, as we've heard with many things with different illnesses, cancers, COVID, like you're sick as a dog and you don't know. If you had an AI that the moment something is weird with your body, the AI can be like, hey, go and check this or something there. Go deal with it before even before, you know, kind of thing, because um, I kind of feel that we our body. I, I once had this conversation. I don't know. It was, who was it? I think it was with my dad. I think and how like our bodies have not like our bodies are not up. I mean, if you believe in it, I don't know, but like the way that God made our bodies, like he didn't change the way he makes them. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you know, if you believe this, if not, that's cool. Maybe you're not into this, but like, it's as if we're almost made, like, there's no upgrade. Not, not like, there's no upgrade. We're just kind of like the earthworms that he made us as, and we still are earthworms. Like, you know, <laughs> like a metaphor, if you believe in that. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like our oh God made our bodies in this way. And then humans decide to do all this weird stuff in the world, cool stuff and weird stuff and 
I don't think God thought we were going to be like, yeah, there's just plastic just always in the air just mm-hmm. all the time. And we don't know where it came from. Global warming. Okay. Anyway, the problem is obviously we have all these new kind of sicknesses and diseases and all this stuff and vaccines, blah, blah, blah. And like, our, I feel like our bodies have sort of kind of adapted, but not fully. And I think that like, we need to be able to catch sicknesses faster kind of thing like like once we know there's a sickness it's easier for doctors and people to deal with it but we we haven't are we haven't figured out a way to like the moment the moment the cancer comes or the moment the cold the moment our immune system is like eh, kind of thing there's something that can be like hey you have to do something and that happens a lot where we don't know or or some people don't check enough or or we all know how it is how people are like if you're a kind of a person that is busy or have a lot to do you do feel kind of sick, but you're like, ah, it's okay. I'll go to the doctor later. Oh, why does my chest hurt? Ah, it's okay. Like we do that sometimes where we're like, ah, I don't feel that. I can still walk. So, you know what I mean? Like we, people do that, which is not good. Like the moment you feel something you can, you know, um, and I think this is mainly, I don't know if this is like a men, female thing. Cause I know, I feel like women tend to like, I don't know. We, we I feel like we take care of ourselves a little bit, but like we, we go to the doctor a lot, like for many different things because like we need to, and, it, and obviously it for periods, kids, all that stuff, you know, I feel like men sometimes like, it's like their wives have to like make them go like, you know, sometimes I don't know, but um, yeah. So I think the main thing to have an AI that the moment you feel any kind of weirdness and also not only physical, mental also, like if you if you're mentally feeling some kind of way and um, you are going to a spiral, maybe the AI can be like, hey, chill out. It's fine. You're fine. Go outside. Mm-hmm. Go look at the sun. Let's go, go smell the roses. <laughs> you know, go look at the bees. Why are you in a depressed place? Why are you like on purpose being depressed? Stop. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, obviously it's different with like clinical depression. You know what I mean? But no, you know, that would be, I like that stuff. though. That would be awesome. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. There's actually, yeah. there's a, now that you say <laughs> that there, I have seen yes. some prototypes of something of what you're speaking to. So I also send I also in the show notes and the and the post will have links to all these things that we're speaking about. Yes, but when definitely. it comes to the health thing, that I've seen there's prototypes where there is a mirror that oh. will be in your bathroom because of course you're oh, going to yeah, see it every day, right? But the mirror <laughs> has all of these like uh, a feature where it's monitoring all of your vitals. So every day oh. it's kind of doing that body scan you're talking about. So yes. that every day it's able to check, okay, your blood pressure is this, your cholesterol is that, your blood, whatever the different things are supposed to be in our blood. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. checking everything to make sure it's fine. Yes. And when there's any difference, it automatically sends that data you. to your Boom. doctor saying your patient is having this difference happening and start like set up an appointment for them. So that, mm-hmm. that level of, even though you yourself may not feel it it's monitoring and being like, well, actually this is what's happening in your body. And we've already made your appointments on Wednesday. So that sort of thing, actually not sure how, uh, the price tag on that will be, or I'm not sure if every house is going to have that, (laughs) you know, exactly. But that, that is kind of going on the Mm -hmm. trajectory of what you're speaking to. Now the, the deal about mental and emotional health. I love that. I haven't seen a prototype for that. There's been apps for it of like, Oh, every day, take note of what you're grateful for or every day, be Mm -hmm. honest about how you feel, but it still doesn't, Mm -hmm. it's still on you to go outside. Even if you haven't been outside for five days kind of thing. Right. So that would be 
it would be yeah. lovely to have an assistant like that, almost like that, that K-drama we spoke of about Hollow, where that assistant will be like, ah. are you sad today? Let's go outside. Let's go play. Let's go. I know you like and this. And it forces go, you, you go know? smell the sun. Go outside. Well, you know what I oh, mean. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah, let's go get some sun. Let's yeah. go get your favorite. Let's play your music. Let's, let's you know, let's try and yeah. feel. And But it's not too block or pretend as if what you're feeling is not right, but it's trying to get you to not go into complete spiral mode of like, yes, okay, you're exactly. valid to feel this way, but let's assist you to get through it kind of thing. Yes. So yes, and that I would also, be, that would be cool. Yeah. The, the mental thing is important too, because the physical thing is a little bit easier to do mm -hmm. kind of thing, but even like simple things, like I, I had to go to the, there's a, I have like a retainer and I have to fix it or something and I have to go to the dentist and I didn't go immediately. I'm just kind of taking my time. Like, oh, okay, I'll do it when I have time. I'll do it when I have time. If I had an AI, I would have gone by now, like things mm -hmm. like that. But with the mental part too, because people always like, I mean, not to get into the dark stuff, but like when people are like, oh, I never knew you were depressed or people like commit, you know, the, 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 you know, with like suicide rates and yes. stuff. And people are always like, whenever, when, when anyone dies, they're always like, people tend to like blame people. They're like, what, where were you? Why didn't they tell you? Blah, blah. But we all know that you can't, especially if you're an adult, you're not with people 24 seven, mm -hmm. right? You're not, most people are not with people 24 seven. And also people are good at pretending. We're mm -hmm. good at like being like, oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm happy. But you're not, you're like in a hole in your body, like in mm -hmm. your mind, right? Mm -hmm. People do that. I know I do that, right? Mm -hmm. Like people, uh, it's, you, you figure out ways to hide how you're feeling and you can't force people to talk and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, and sometimes people are fine, like their lives are fine. And then you find out, oh my gosh, this person did, you know, and I feel like if you had an AI that can kind of not to leak it to people, but just to be like, Hey, this is what you're feeling. And is there any way that I can help you or, or the AI is like, so attuned to you that they know how to get you out or speak you out of something mm. that could be a danger to you. And like, and especially in this time, I think like, I don't know. I feel like community has changed. There's a lot more lonely people nowadays, I think, because especially in certain countries, because we're doing more of this, like doing our own thing and on our own and all this stuff. And um, and it, it's not not a loneliness like, oh, my God, I don't have a boyfriend. Like, oh, my God, I don't have a girlfriend. No, it's, it's just like a collective loneliness yeah. that people feel because when you're dealing with your healing and on your path to being your true self and all that can be very lonely because a lot of that work is you have to do it by yourself and it's more internal stuff. And that can be lonely and very like frightening, right? And sometimes, um, I mean, I know for me that there are some moments I have that are very dark. And sometimes you don't have, like, depending on the time, you're like, you can't always call someone to be like, hey, I feel this way. Can you help me? Like, you don't always have that. And sometimes it, yeah. So you go through a lot. There's no time for that. But if you had a personal AI thing, then maybe the AI can be like, and in a gentle way, not in a like, what are you doing? Like, what are you going through? Tell me right now. Tell me or I'll crush you. Like, you're not like that. Like, not dramatic, you know. But um, but it'll be nice if the, the, the AI can stop you from date putting yourself, I guess, in danger, I guess, you know, even though it's annoying, but you know, like things like that, or stop you from doing something that could really hurt yourself, right? Um, and I think if you had an AI that did that, it it might be easier. Yeah, and, and not to control you, but just so you're aware, hey, this is what you're going through. Uh, do, uh, these are options that you that can help you you know it, it, like we're not going to force you but if you know maybe you want to go to the doctor or maybe you want to go talk to so and so or maybe you want to go outside and maybe you'll feel a bit you know kind of thing um and things like that which i i mean obviously it's very general broad there are different types of sickness and depression it's not as you know i, I make it sound simple it's not we know that it isn't 
But um, yeah, and, and I think that also might help with um, the views of it too. Because like, you know, when people talk about be having like physical sicknesses or illnesses, people are very like, oh my gosh, you're going to, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you're going to. But then the moment people talk about their mental health, people act like, oh, that's not real. Or what does that mean? Or they make a joke out of it. You know, even though mental illnesses are just as bad, can be just as horrible and bad as physical. And obviously your mental health affects your physical health. So I don't know why we don't put the same level of importance on, you know, kind of thing. Um, right. So, and, and I mean the real stuff, not the commercialized and sensationalized, uh, you know, stuff we talk about, but yeah, anyway, uh, that, that's just, that's neither here nor there. Right. But, uh, or everywhere, some, anywhere, all at everywhere, once, anywhere, all at once, <laughs> but it'll be cool. All right. I need an yes. assistant AI to help me out. Cause sometimes, you know, we can't always do this on our own or there's no, there's no time or, or everyone's asleep and you're like, Oh, I'm going through something. Let me call everyone at 5am to no, Cause your AI doesn't need sleep. So like, if you wake up at 5am and no one's around, guess what? AI until you can see <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. That's just some of my thoughts on that. But anyway, that's uh, that's somewhere in the future, probably. But anyway, yes. I hope you enjoyed our lovely conversation about AI. <laughs> yes. We'd love to hear your thoughts on AI and what you want to do with it, and blah blah blah. And yes. yeah, yes. So thank you <laughs> so now. much for this conversation. Yes, I think it was you. awesome. We did a part one and part yes. two. I think it's our first I time know. in mm-hmm. our series ever to do a part one, part two episode. Yeah, so talk about. Yeah. So you listening, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. Mm-hmm. As always, mm-hmm. please let us know what you think about AI in general from this episode to the previous one. And again, we'll share links to some of the things that we mentioned. If you want to look into that and add that to your repertoire mm-hmm. of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you again. Take care and we'll catch you on the next episode. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.